This is Can We Talk It Over, <clears throat> the only dating yeah, relationship podcast uh, that begins uh, in bed. Oh, Make yeah. the time okay. to subscribe gotcha. and oh, let's okay. pull back right. those sheets. He just has to, I have to make sure he speaks alone and don't speak over him. Okay. All right. So, so Lord, that's going to be hard for me with my big mouth. Yeah, right. So yeah. I cut him up. Oh, you're you both talking about some yeah, right? No, we yeah, know yeah, you. It, yeah. That's the thing. When I'm editing this, y'all guys be talking over each other a lot. Y'all right. have to try to. Just wait. Right. We in this big old bed. Of course, we're going to talk over each other. Well, I mean, for the purpose of, and he's right. And I've listened to your podcast that you can hear the. I mean, it's part of the conversation, yeah. but yeah. sometimes you, you get... You, All right, we'll, like, we'll, we'll evolve it. We'll figure it out. I like <laughs> I like talking like That's how I talk anyway. Not loud, talking over. That too, so with talk my it ugly over, family. Talk it over and talking over people. Yes. We we rolling, Bumpy? Good. Yes, Good. See? We just, <laughs> <laughs> it just naturally happens, Charmaine. I, I love we it. We can't help it. We can't help you ourselves. You just drive me crazy with a big old love head. It. I can't stand I you love sometimes. It. Just make sure old talk about yourself. Yeah. When you talk. Exactly. <laughs> we, make we, sure right. Yeah. Yeah. Just curb yourself, okay? <laughs> I'm going to try to curb my enthusiasm. All right. All right. But my family, we, look, back in the day, so I long used to, ago. yeah, long time ago. <laughs> Whenever you knew where we would come down the block to visit my family, and you could hear them down the block sound like they fighting in the house. They'd be like, "Oh, that's the Christians down there. They, that's how they do." It was crazy. Yo, it's your man Ki from Bed Stuy. Welcome to Talk It Over. Talk It Over is the only dating relationship podcast that begins in bed, and I got the wonderful and amazing. We always fussing. Y'all, look, before y'all even hear who is on, before y'all hear her voice, if you hear fussing, it's definitely K.I. from Bed-Stuy and Miss Charmaine. How you doing, Charmaine? I'm great. Thank you for having me, Nazir. Oh, you're okay. welcome. I love having you. And, and Big O is somewhere in the ether. Big O, you in the building? Yes, sir. You already know. Big I'm O. I'm in the coach's box. In the coach's box. Big O, like, I ain't coming in today if y'all going to in here fussing and fighting like y'all do. Right. So, <laughs> exactly. so it's exactly. Act- <laughs> You're like, I ain't, I'm staying right here at home. It's Shoot. safe. It's right. safe. It's safe. Yes. So, look, Bree bringing the tea is she had technical issues. She couldn't make it. Big O is is not feeling uh, the greatest, but let Big O tell you his business. And uh, but I got Charmaine, just me and Charmaine in this big old bed. Some things gonna happen once we we gonna we gonna talk it over, all right? We will. We, we you better talk. be you better be a good boy though, you know. Well, yeah, three's a crowd, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, be, it's crowd. They ain't never gonna happen. Exactly. I, I'm gonna let y'all handle stay in the bed. I don't want to be around when all the furniture starts moving. <laughs> I ain't never I, gonna behave I, I myself. I hear you. Yes. But, but, you know, we're glad to be back. We took a little break last week um, because we actually filmed uh, the pilot episode for Talk It Over, the only dating relationship show that begins in bed. With, Can't um, wait with for our, that. It was awesome, right, Big O? Yes, sir. Can't wait for that one to become available to everybody. Yeah, look, Big O is, is actually the host of the dating game show, and he did his thing. He didn't need cue cards, a teleprompter, or nothing. He had his lines down. I was, oh, you really big up to you on that, son. You did your thing. I appreciate that. Yeah, I no doubt, that. man. Just keep it, keep it going. Keep the ball rolling. That's what we need these listeners to tune in for. Absolutely, it was really amazing. I'm glad 
um, that it was really successful. I wish Charmaine was there. Charmaine, I really actually wish he was there. Oh, well, you know, oh, next Charmaine time I get advance a... notice and then I will be there. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you got to come out to one. You would have had a blast. Yeah, okay. you would have had, you'd have had fun. Next time. Now, will you join us on the video podcast when we start doing the video podcast? You know, putting me on, on the spot is always one of your best things. But yeah, I don't think that should be a challenge. Okay, I mean, because you're okay. gorgeous. I mean, people <laughs> want to see you. <laughs> right. Our, our ratings will go up for yeah, sure. Yeah, okay, exactly. let's go with that. Okay, anything yeah. I can do to help? Yeah, it'll, it'll go up and you might, you know, get a check or something. Oh. Who knows? Yeah. Oh, that's even better. <laughs> Boom. All right, so now we definitely need some feel-good stories um, in the, the, the time and age that we're in right now, right? Sounds good. So I'm going to kind of slightly uh, address the elephant in the room which is uh, mm -hmm. the coronavirus, right? So it's, it's a hot topic. It's literally in our lives, and we, we're, de we're here dealing with it, right, as best we can we're as human beings, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, so one young lady, she actually, uh, for the feel-good story today, so one young lady actually decided to do something. A uh, woman starts doing grocery runs for uh, older neighbors to reduce their exposure to corona. That's beautiful. Yeah. Oh, wow. Where was this at? Yes. Well, let, let me get into it. I got my reading glasses on. Um, so if you need to work from home because of the coronavirus, maybe you'd like to get an inspirational joint, jolt by taking some time to help your elderly neighbors, which is exactly what this North Carolina woman did. All right. In the building. In the building, NC. My home state. Yeah. North Carolina representing. All day. So, Becky Hofler, Becky, I apologize if I messed up your name, who works at Duke University, was talking to her grandfather on the phone when he mentioned that he was going out grocery shopping. She was concerned for him because the elderly population is most at risk of catching the, um, the novel coronavirus, but he lives in New Jersey, okay? So she couldn't help him out. That's when she got the idea of making grocery runs for seniors um, in lieu of helping grandpa. She says, okay. I'm excited that I am probably going to get a sweet loaf of banana bread from my neighbor, Patty, because of this. Yes, the spunky Hoffler told uh, WNCN News. Either way, though, I think being able to help your neighbor is one of the most American things you can do. One of okay. our human things. Yes. Uh, her next door neighbor, Patty, asked for, a, for paper towels, fresh fruit, flowers, um, let's see. I was really lucky to find the paper towels. Uh, the whole aisle is now empty. And some, uh, ba -bum -bum, she found some flour, some bread, some other cool stuff. Uh, so then Hoffler also walked down the housing community for senior living at the end of the cul-de-sac. She talked to the people on their porches and introduced herself and offered her services. Right? Oh, wow. That's a pretty That's cool amazing. thing to do, right? People should take that as an it example. Is. We have a lot of people here that could benefit from that. Absolutely. Yeah. So I think the, uh, the biggest challenge right now, especially with New York and New York City, uh, is the, the schools. Like, what yeah. do we do with the kids, right? You know, it's just, it sounds like what I'm hearing, a lot of people want the schools closed, but it's not as simple as just closing schools because you got children who rely on schools for meals. And then you got parents 
who provide essential services to the city and the state who may have to call out of work because now they got to take care of, you know, they got to be home for the child. So it's just, it's a very complicated situation. I wish my thought is that perhaps they could, uh, turn some of the schools into into testing sites or that somebody could provide some type of mobile meal service from the school. Maybe the cafeteria still prepares the meals and we get somebody out there to deliver to the kids that are that are having to stay home. That's a very good idea. What, what were you thinking, Charmaine? Because you're, you're affected by this. Is your daughter... Uh, so my she, daughter, um, she doesn't go to a public school. She goes to a charter school, and they have shifted to remote teaching. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But before they did that, my my direction was that I was going to pull her out of school because she travels to Manhattan, and we live in Brooklyn, and she travels mm-hmm. by herself to 42nd Street, where there's a lot of people that's commuting in there. So I was already planning with many of other parents, but I'm a, I recognize what you're saying. Oh, it's not a simple, cut, dry solution. Uh, to um, having kids stay at home, and sometimes kids are just too small. And you know, what do you do? I mean, this is this this topic is shifting to what the original thought was, but this is a good okay, topic about anyway. About ugly kids anyway. You already know. I, darn, <laughs> what, what's the problem? But, you know, I think that's a great idea. I think you know, with with any action, it starts with a thought. Now it's just a matter of just moving in that direction. So with that brilliant mind of yours. Uh, maybe we should do something about it. Yeah, I would love to to network with someone who has the the ability to commute between schools and, and getting these meals. I'm, I'm sure there's some kind of service out there for that. Well, we can find mm-hmm. out. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, good. Good. Good idea. Good stuff. Um, so yeah, big up to uh, Miss Becky Hofler down in Nokaki Lackey. Yeah, that's a great idea. Yeah, it is a great idea. Great it's idea. a great service. And uh, we look forward to, to hearing more great stories as, as this progresses along, yes, right? Exactly. And takes a turn for the better. Right. Right? All yeah. right, Big O, what you got, son? All right, we ready to get into the topic of the day? Yeah. All right, so, so what we have on, on deck for everyone listening is uh, it's, really, it's really a good one, one that most people probably don't even think about. But the topic of the day is at what stage in your dating relationship, if any, if any stage, should you know all of your significant other's friends? And let's let's expand that. Does that include new friends? And at what point in the relationship or the dating scene should you meet, you know, the immediate family or the extended family? Right? Let's get into that. Okay. Come on. Ladies first. No. <laughs> well, that's yeah, a very... Uh, well, you know, it's interesting because I, I, I recently had this conversation before and um, I'm a single woman who's dating, and that came up in conversation about at what point was it the best time to introduce other friends? Well, I, I think, you know, I think more than six months is enough uh, time before you extend an invitation to meet this person because, you know, people tend to have a representative all the way up to four to five months and in six months they just show up with something new. So, but I do think it requires, you know, as we say, talk it over. 
um, at not necessarily in bed in this case, but talking over about learning who this person is. This person may have quirks, nuances. They may have positions about, you know, what they think about gender, sexuality, you know, how you raise your children, how you're not raising your children. Those factors come in a, in, in, in a role when you want to have a long-term commitment with someone. And you don't want to be too premature, I think, to start okay. having a whole conversation about, yo, let's meet my friend Big O or my friend Nas um, before you have a clear understanding of what that person is about or they're thinking about. I think it requires a more than, you know, immediacy, of course, is not my recommendation. So, so my question, my feed follow back question, because I like, I like that, that six months. I like how you laid that out, Charmaine. Thank you. Um, I, I want to know, does the... Does the level of friendship play into that six-month timeline? Like, say you you got your really close friends, right? You people who you consider basically family, just not blood, right? And you you know, so do they get a leg up on the six months, or do they get you know do they get pushed back because it's like, no, I really want for you to meet this person that is I consider family. You have to be a big deal. Well, I think, you know, if, if, if they're my friends, I call it soul friendships, right? Soul friends. They will already know that I'm talking to so-and-so and there's a guy in my life that we're getting to know each other, blah, blah, blah. So they have a leg up about what my, my thoughts are about him. Um, mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. you know, it wouldn't require that they get to meet him right away. Cause uh, I'm a okay. cautious person. So, it requires okay. more time for me. Yeah, no, that that, okay. that sounds that sounds about right. I mean, six months sounds about right. There's no real protocol. I mean, for me, you know, it just kind of happens organically. You know, I've been somewhere where um, I was dating a woman, and um, and of all people to pop into uh, a spot that she and I were having dinner with is the Wiley, one of my Wiley Coyote aunts, where her half crazy self now. <laughs> I don't want nobody meet my family ever, cause they crazy like they crazy like that glue. And right. the last person I wanted um, this woman to meet was my aunt. My aunt, like you need a heads up to meet this aunt. She is just anything unpredictable. Anything could happen. And look, she go to church every Sunday, but the rest of the week, I ain't gonna say your name, Aunt Brenda. But the rest of the, <laughs> Oh, the, look, the rest of the week, my aunt be getting it in, son. And but she gets okay. up and she goes to church and she prays the Lord. And I said, Lord, have mercy. How you of all people on all places come busting up in the joint? And so I had to give an impromptu uh, intro. It went over uh -huh. well. My aunt, uh -huh. my aunt behaved herself. She's an awesome person. Yeah, she's but, gonna get you at home. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. She's she's gonna, exactly. Oh you yeah, to the house. yeah. All these she's not questions. Fool the public. She yeah, got a man. The and look, <laughs> she and she was the one in the family who, um, more so than my mother, if I introduced a woman to my aunt, my aunt would give my mom's the heads up on, you know, the four one one on her. So uh -huh. that's how that usually went. But so I would, you know, back to the original question, I would say. That yeah, six months sounds about right for uh, a mature adult, um, but it could I'm, you know. I'm glad you. Yes. I'm glad you said that that the mature adult part because that was I was actually just thinking, like you know, does does age and maturity play into that 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 tenure? Right? Yeah. You know, you got a, a lot of young uh, young adults they yes. get into a relationship or a, a semi relationship and 
the first thing they want to do is show off the new boot, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. oh, come meet, you know, come hang out with me and my boys or come come to my girl's birthday party. They want to show the partner that they, they have. Uh, but I think sometimes the angle is not just showing off, right? Mm-hmm. And, and and just to be clear, maturity has nothing to do with age. With age, absolutely, yes. All right? That's so, okay, true. So, so I, I would say in some instances is to get the stamp of approval. Yes. You know, ah, uh, right? Okay. So okay. what do you think? I think she's cool or he's I. Right, but what are your thoughts? What to, especially if they, if they value their friend's um, opinion about other people. Um, uh-huh. They want to like, yo, this chick I'm talking to, I'm sorry, chick, this young lady that I'm talking to. <laughs> um, Be- better you than us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, um, what you think? Other than the fact that she's fine, um, what are your thoughts on? What's your energy? Or you think she's feeling? Think she's good? You know, and and that sometimes come from a place of I need you to tell me what you're thinking because I could be he could be I don't want I don't want to be crass he could be um, a little bit enamored because of they have a quite interesting intimacy and that can confuse uh-huh. things. If can you I, get what can I'm I saying? jump in? Then can I, let me jump in and so. I, uh, because once again, we're not subject matter experts, right? Definitely not. We're, we're experienced, but we're not experts, right? right? And definitely okay. don't ask okay. KI from Best Eye. Nothing about dating and relationships, because I'm terrible at it. So with that said, Market Watch said this. Uh, a young lady, Janet uh, Settembri, said, Millennials introduce their parents, uh, introduce their parents, mom and dad, after 10 weeks of dating. New data found. That roughly is about, what, two and a half months? Yep, about two months. Uh, It says, but experts say slow down. Mm -hmm. Yes, meet the parents eventually, but it says millennials, those of the age 22 to 37, bring their dates home to meet their mom and dad after 10 or more dates or a little more than two months into the relationship on average, according to new data from dating app Hinge. But the relationship, yeah, but the uh-huh. relationship experts say that's moving way too fast. Okay. I'm a so, little resentful of that age range. Yes. Um, don't introduce anyone to your parents unless it's serious, committed relationship therapist and relationship expert Rachel Sussman tells uh, money-ish. Usually... What? Yep, money-ish. Usually... That's the website? Uh, yes, that's... Rachel okay. Sussman tells money-ish. Right? Usually mm-hmm. that's after mm-hmm. at least four or five months. Um, and it says, perhaps the tendency for young lovers to introduce their boyfriends and girlfriends to their parents is because they think uh, something. Oh, it was something along the lines of the the millennials are are besties with their parents, mm. right? Mm. So a lot of them mm. tend to introduce their parents That's to their boyfriend or girlfriend because they view their parents as their best friends. Wow. Yes. Ooh, we got We can get into that later. Oh yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, thought, we can get into that later. Right, yeah, that that another topic. Yeah, yeah, totally another yeah. topic. Um, it says so me, meet friends first. Let Meet me, friends let me first. Let me ask you all this. Come on. So I, I, I want to get a little deeper into this. So let's say you, you're in a committed relationship, right? And they, they've met most of the important friends, but not all of the friends. Because, you know, you know, sometimes you don't see people, but maybe twice a year. And some live out of state. Uh, 
Yeah, and so some people live out of state. Out of state. Yeah. Now, in the course of actually being in a relationship, the ups and downs and the daily routines, and your significant other, you or them, bring up, uh, oh, I'm going to go see so-and-so for dinner this evening, or so-and-so's in town, I'm going to go uh, have a couple of drinks with them. And the other, your significant other is like, well, who is this person, right? I've never even heard of this person. Where does where this friend come from all of a sudden? Where where do you think a, what do you think about people in a relationship? How should they handle that? Especially if the significant other is feeling some type of way, maybe, may not be insecurity, but just kind of like, hey, I want to be included. And I thought I was included, but here comes this mystery person that I've never even heard of, doesn't know I exist, uh, as far as I know, and you're going out with them. Well, that's an interesting question. I mean, if if there's an established relationship, it may not be. Uh, I mean, it's just as we say, we talk. We, it's, a, it's a conversation, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. So, talking so it right. Talking it over. I was about to say that too. I didn't yeah. want to plug talk nope, it over every please. conversation, but I guess we should. <laughs> yes. Ow. So. Um, yeah, plug it as much as we can. Sure. Right. That's what we're doing. What y'all doing? Right. Yeah, exactly. Right, but if, if if the question though is this person's feeling the way, then that's when the learning of the relationship still yes. is in is unfolding. Right. So can you be upfront and honest and speak in the terms of, listen, you know, I want to know more about this person without being in the defensive. That's when we talk about maturity. And, you know, and not everybody's okay. in the same level. Let's be honest. Right. Right. Of course. But, um, but it helps to have a conversation learn. about that. Uh-huh. I, I don't have that yeah. issue. You know, I don't have don't. An, okay. I don't have an issue with I don't have the issue of you're not going to know all of my friends. Right. Right. Especially when I'm getting mm-hmm. to know you, right? Sure. You know, because I have a lot, right. you know, I'm old enough to have a, a long history of people in my life. You're not going to know everything. Right. But, you know, I've never had that encounter where I'd felt um, that if I'm hanging out with a friend, I'm just hanging out with a friend. If it becomes, well, yeah. who is this friend, then that's a red flag for me. Yes. Yeah. It's a red flag. Yeah. Okay. Uh, in okay. terms of like that, that you, you, it's a red flag maybe indicating some form of jealousy or insecurity right. that needs to be addressed, right? right? And it reveals something deeper about the relationship that you're cultivating and mm-hmm. nurturing. Mm-hmm. Like, would that be a okay. deal breaker for either one of you? Let's say you got to that point and you felt that maybe maybe you hadn't been in the relationship long enough um, that you could, it, it really created a red flag where you were like, you know what, I really need to dial back and, re- and and think about this. Would you would you step away from that relationship? Uh, to, that? It, it's to both me and O. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you want to guess address uh, that question? Well, I don't. I don't think I would step away from the relationship. I think I would take what what Charmaine said. You know, that's an opportunity to have a conversation and really address like what what is the core issue. It's not that I have a friend that you don't know or haven't met. Is something else, right? It's hitting the cord. It's hitting uh, a different vein. Mm-hmm. And so we got to find, figure out what that is. I don't know if I would step away. And it also, you know, nothing happens in a vacuum. We right. we have the we have the privilege of hashing this out on in a in a kind of roundtable discussion uh, with no emotional baggage, bias, or relationship trauma amongst us. 
that's pretty um, a positive way of thinking because people come with baggages. People come, yeah. some, some things trigger, and that, yeah. I think right. when that question that's, comes up, it, it, it's triggering yes. something from before, yeah. right? right? Right. Right. So, you, might, you know, uh, you know, people are not always going to be this, you know, comfortable in their emotion, right? Yeah. Right. yeah. right. Which is why I was asking the question because, I mean, I've been guilty of being premature. Like, there may have been yes. an instance yeah. where that would have triggered, that would have s triggered uh, a serious alarm bell in my mind and would have caused me to step away right you take i would have i would have, I would have pulled back which, which is one of the reasons that you know i created uh talk it over is to really be able to, to what was that now created what created uh talk it over so that we oh, could okay. actually right. I just want to make sure yeah to, to be able to to be able to deal with some of these issues and concerns that um that for me in the past that I may have walked away from prematurely. I would probably say that's probably my biggest regret is walking away from something prematurely and not having the maturity to really talk it over, mm -hmm. you know, well, and, and get uh, down to the heart of it. So that's why I asked you to, because it, you know, I wanted to. I think, yes, mm -hmm, I think you're doing a great service with, I think that's one of the great services that this podcast Talk It Over provides is because it does take that level of maturity to recognize like, all right, this issue is hitting or triggering something that is coming up from a past relationship. It has nothing to do with the dynamic that I find myself in. I've been guilty of that myself. And I had to recognize like, whoa, I'm, re I'm reacting out of, I'm reacting out of past hurt. That is not prep. That is not present in this current relationship. And it's, it's, this person is getting, you know, they're, they're getting the displaced, emotion because now I'm in this relationship and I'm reacting out of it from a past relationship. Uh, you know, uh, this forum is a good forum too. It's because, you know, most folks may not so look at- ain't gonna say talk it over for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> this forum is talking over the first dating. Um, this, this, this is a great way because sometimes people don't think about the questions or the, in a different, in a deeper level right, in a, different, a deeper way. Right. And, you know, th this space allows people to go, oh, I never thought about that. And, and, and it happens all the time. E yes. Even as a mature, quote unquote, person, I am always learning. And, you know, in relationships, uh, whether, you know, you're always learning if you recognize it's a learning experience. Yes. And, you know, having a talk it over a moment uh, you, if you're reflective, because that's my yes. big thing, you're always going to learn and then recognize that, okay, this is a trigger. Why is it triggering? And then, and that's when you have to do the work yes. and go, well, you know what? Yes. This is really not the issue. The yes. issue, as O said, is yes. really something more deeper than the interacting yeah. with that person and, who asks the question. And, and that's why, again, I was asking you two, because for me, what I found is that the, it wasn't so much the, the woman or the women, but it was actually me addressing the need to step away and address some of the mental illness that is, you know, um, in my family, which means mm -hmm. part of that mental illness is also in me and me mm -hmm. not being able to uh, 
um, resolve conflict, mm -hmm. right? Or, okay. or, res or, or being able to talk it over and then it turns into a conflict and then not being able to resolve that. Mm -hmm. So I was right. literally, you know, being very specific when I, when I asked that question to you both and not, you know, so much generally speaking, but just, again, what I enjoy about this is it's a forum that allows me to literally look within myself. Yeah, and you can you know? stop and saying, so, you know, nobody asks you about relationships because you're bad at it. Well, at this <laughs> point, you should be better at it because you're supposed to be learning from Absolutely. Talk It Over podcast. Yes. yes. Okay, yeah, so let's, right. let that be your plug. We got to change a plug. Like, you know. No, I like it for right it, now. Thank you. <laughs> Leave me alone. Can you? So, yeah. Let me let me Come jump on. in and intercede. Real so, quick. yes. I want to, yeah, because I think, I, I think uh, all this is great. I want to speak to the people that, you know, that are, I think uh, one of the cautionary things we, we need to address is for the ones that are introducing their, uh, their new boo, significant yeah. other, what level they, whatever level they may be on really quickly yeah. to their friends. Yes. And I've, I've been on the end where, you know, I've been in a relationship. I got introduced. I actually met the person through their friend. So I already had that one connection established. Right. Uh, and then, um, by way, and it, it, it wasn't immediate. It did take, uh, some expanse of time, but I just remember specifically like meeting some other friends and just hearing that the over the overhearing the talk, like, oh, you know, how long is this one going to last? Mm. <laughs> yep. like, wow. Wow. Like, yo, wait a minute. Red flag. Like, hold on. So, yeah, that's the type of stuff that you got to be careful of when you bring somebody new into an existing, you know, friendship dynamic, because, you know, your friends are going to talk amongst themselves about, you know, the new person, uh, and you might not even be aware. I have, I have a what question. What if you asked to double date? Oh. I don't do double in dates. In that situation. Double dates. Uh, with who? Who is it my friend or their friend? So you, the, yeah, you, it either or. Like you dating the, the, the person that you're dating. What if the, the question of a double date comes up? With, their fr with her friends? Yeah. yeah. Uh, His friends? I'm not with it. You're always on display. If, I, if I'm the, the, the new chick, right? If I'm the new chick. Yes. Um... I'm, I'm always going to be in display yeah. because they're going to be checking for a lot of stuff, like right. looking which at is, me. Which is part of the reason they want to have that date. <laughs> they want more eyes on you than just. Nah. So, so how would you navigate, let's say, inside of that? What would you say? If, if, that if the question up, brought yeah, up? I sure. Just, and I'm, I'm pretty direct. I don't have yeah. a problem speaking my okay. mind. Good. Um, no, you don't. <laughs> I would say it's not a good idea. Right. I think that we should invest more time with each other. Yep. Or we can we can have a moment where we can meet in a a grander experience, right. like either going to see a show or stuff like that. I mean, I had an experience. So, so what if the guy takes that as a as as you being um, you you have something to hide? Where he's like, well, you don't want to you you're not you're not interested in meeting my friends um, with sooner. Or when I think you should, why do you have something to hide? Like, what? What if that comes up? Like, what if that happens? So, how do you navigate that? Uh, I have been in that position. Exactly. Actually. Yes. Okay. So, um, I'm pretty direct about everything what, about what I prefer. Yes. Right. If 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 and and I'm open to your opinion, <laughs> um, but if it's going to make me uncomfortable, yes. I'm not welcoming that. Absolutely. Okay. Yes. But. Um, 
if, if he says, what I have something to hide, then he's already have a thought that I have something to hide. Yeah. yeah. As opposed to listening to me and yep. say, hey, I'm not ready for that yet. Yeah. Right? Yep. And quite honestly, if I'm dating somebody, he should know by now that how I think, because that's an early conversation for me. Yes. You know, it's an early conversation for me. It does come up. What, what do you think, Big O? So, yeah, uh, y'all were breaking up a little bit there. Oh, so the sorry. question is, the question is, um, would I go on a double date or the follow-up question of, of what, how I would respond if the person I'm seeing is like, you? why won't you meet my friends? How about both? Both. Yeah, both. Exactly. Both. Okay. All right. Um, the double date thing, it, it, honestly, that really depends on the level of comfort I have and where we are at that stage in a relationship, right? Good point. I, I'm, mm-hmm. You know, I it depends on the. I guess yeah, that's the best way I can put it. Like, if I'm comfortable with this person, and I feel like, hey, I can be myself completely around you in in most any environment, then yeah, let's go on a double date. Let's meet your friend and their significant other. I have no problem, and it it will be an experience as well because I get to see how you interact with your friends. I get to see how you, like, yes. that aspect, that that I get to see you in a different light. Like, how are you, how do you interact with me? Yes. Are you bashful because you don't want to, you know, be, have any public display of affection? Are you aggressive? Like, do you talk over me if I have an opinion and it differs from yours? Oh, wow, yes. that's an interesting something, the topic that comes up. Yes. That's interesting. Yeah, I thought about that. Someone who grandstands and yeah. shows off. Yeah, those, yeah, those things have yeah. happened. Yeah, so those are things that can be revealed yes. in a double date that I might not see yes. anywhere else. And like, oh, do y'all God, include me right. on your inside jokes or y'all mm-hmm. have, am I the expense of an inside joke that's going on? You know, little little things yeah. that I can pick up on. Like, who am I dealing with really? Right? Wow, so that's pretty. That's so, so now I have changed my mind about having a double date now. <laughs> <laughs> because I never ah, thought about go. that in that perspective sure. because people do reveal themselves more when they're around their friends, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. As opposed to when they're um, with you in, yeah. privately. I mean, I've been in that yeah, situation. Absolutely. Yeah, where absolutely. where the woman was grandstanding a little bit and showing off a little bit, and I didn't, I didn't particularly care for it. You know, I, I felt like it was unnecessary. So yeah, those yeah. are the yeah. yeah. I mean, so there is no protocol uh, beyond the one that you create for yourself, right? Right. Right. And and right. totally, you know, Charmaine said it based on com- comfort with yourself. Yeah. Uh, to address the second, which I believe you said was was you know if I was accused of hiding something, if I refused or turned down an opportunity to meet someone's friends, I don't know. I don't have experience with that one. Too much. I, I I don't know how I would react. I think immediately I would just be like, all right, well, I'm definitely not going to meet your friends now because this is something. There's something going on. There's an underlying yeah. distrust going on right now, or, and so or, I definitely don't want to meet your friends under that pretense. Or bullying. Right. Or that person. What is revealed is that that person is bullying you. Or manipulative. Yeah. Same. Right. Also that, also that, you know, that, that's a, that, yeah, that's an emotionally manipulative tactic to try to get you to do what they want you to do. Right. When they want you to do it. Right. And I don't have respect for that. When that, that, that starts to knock down my respect factor. So I'm like, okay. Sometimes people don't even know it's, it's a slight of a manipulation, right? Right. Absolutely. Because like, Mm -hmm. oh, I like this guy. 
I really want to spend time with him. And then he's like, well, if you don't, then, then I feel like, okay, which naturally wouldn't happen to me, but I may feel like, oh, say I'm a person who has this position, uh, may say, well, you know, I don't want to jeopardize this. Let me do it anyway, mm-hmm. right. you know? Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. Uh, and that's how it starts, you know? And, uh, and then, yeah, little things. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's how it's little, little requests. Yeah, and and so again, that that's what talk it over is all about. It's literally about those little in between things that we never really think about until we're in those situations, and they really become what undoes uh, a relationship or a potential relationship. It's not usually not the big stuff. It's the small things that somehow we, we be- got Yeah, go ahead. Become big things. Yeah, yeah, we got to put that down as a as a topic to readdress in the future. It's like, how do you deal? How do you recognize? and deal with subtle emotional manipulations yeah, in a relationship. That, we definitely need to hit that one. Yeah. Sometimes, it's, sometimes it's just too late. You know, you're in it, and then you don't realize it, and then right. you have those, right. those moments right. of reflection. And, you're like, right. oh, man, I didn't, I mean, that was a red flag, and I totally didn't see it. You know, I saw green yep. right. instead of red, you know? <laughs> and, and so is it ever too late, though? Is it, and that's, so that's a, that's a good topic for another podcast. Is it ever yeah, too I'm, late? I'm writing it down right now. You know what I mean? Like, is it ever too late? At what point do you make the decision that it is better to cut bait than to continue on the path that you're going? I mean, if you're going to bring it up Ooh. now, I'm going to address that. Mm-hmm. Is okay. that okay? Yeah. Um, so it's, it's we not got a few a, minutes. It's not, it's not a matter of too late. Right. It's a matter of recognizing, right? Sure. So, so it's too late in the sense of, oh, I didn't see it. Right. Okay. Sure. But, you know, but it's a lesson. Right. Absolutely. Okay. So what, what was the, uh, oh, give us the questions uh, uh, of the day from, from the top for those listeners who oh, just yeah, joined yeah, us. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. At what stage in your dating relationship, uh, yeah, in your dating relationship, if any, should you know all of your significant other's friends? And to expand on that, at what stage should you meet your significant other's uh, immediate family? Right on. Thank and you. by extension, by extension, the larger family as well. Yes, yes. So, so you're listening to Talk It Over, the only dating relationship podcast that begins in bed. And we have the amazing, it's always a blessing when we have Miss Charmaine in the building. Thank it's you for coming out, Charmaine. Oh, it's, it's gotta, always... gotta get you out here some more often. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, big O, that's like pulling teeth out of a full breathing living shark. And then we got my man, Big oh, O, keeping man. you in the know in the joint. That's right. Yeah. But, oh, Big O, you have no idea what it takes to get Charmaine to come out here and do these podcasts, but it's always a blessing. So that's why I'm always it's grateful. Always, okay. Yeah, that's why I'm always fussing with her because <laughs> would love to see her more, but I always end up somehow getting less in this big old bed. All right, you have to be consistent. Got it. So. Got it. <laughs> Are we you know, fighting? No, right. No, we ain't even. We ain't even. In bed, you always got to be consistent. You can't just be happy. About nothing. You, you know oh, what? My bad. That, my see? bad. You see? You see what I'm saying? Oh, look, that's all right. Because so, <laughs> my engineer, Bumpy, in, me, in here. He, Bump, Bumpy, why are you quiet today, Bumpy? I know. Because Bumpy don't want no parts. Bumpy, Bumpy time. No Bumpy like, ah, I see y'all two fighting <laughs> scoundrels. Yeah, I don't want I got a grizzly bear and a tiger shark in here. I ain't messing with neither one of them. I'm not getting in between any of that. Yeah. So let me ask y'all this. Let me follow up that question about the parents. Because we talked about the friends a little bit. We hit that. Let's let's talk about the parents, right? 
Like at what stage should you bring? Because your parents don't want to meet every single body. They no. don't want your parents don't want to know how much of a hoe you are. Right. <laughs> they don't want to know that. Oh right? They don't want to know a that. New one? They just want to Right, exactly. <laughs> so I remember my uh, my father, he played a prank on my mom. I, I forgot who I sent him a picture of somebody uh, like a trainer or a uh, a client that I had who was it was like, hey, go vote for this person for some pageant that they're in trying to get, you know, try to support. Right. And I was in a relationship at the time. And so what my father did with the photo, he showed to my mom, said, hey, your, your son sent this to me. My mom says, who is this? He says, oh. This is Olin's new girlfriend. Now, keep in mind, they had just met. <laughs> they oh, had boy. just met the person that I was in a relationship with, right? Oh, boy. Dad's a prankster. <laughs> he, mm. he, right. He said, he said, the look on my mom's face <laughs> was like, what? <laughs> what happened to <laughs> What happened to the, <laughs> I didn't like, raise my son to be a... Yes. Right. <laughs> exactly. So, mm. you know, how do you... How do you determine when it's okay to bring the significant boo other into the family dynamic, right? Well, Is it talk- still six months? Is it shorter? Is well, it around the same time? Uh, it'd probably be longer. You know, longer. it has to okay. be longer. Um, because I can't, I can't deal with the whole conversations. Because they're more intrusive than your friends. Your friends are a little bit more understanding, right? And, oh, it didn't work out. Oh, that's too bad. He was a jerk anyway, right? And that's that. <laughs> but family would get into the whole conversation. Why didn't it happen? Who was he? Why did you change your mind? And then, oh, you have a gathering. They go, wait, but what happened to so-and-so? And it's embarrassing, right? And mm-hmm. I think it's required a longer time. Now, I don't have... Both my parents have transitioned on... And, um, and so that would be more like my sister, you know, in, in this case, but, and my brother-in-law, who's almost like my brother, who is like my brother, uh, Mm. I would have to be careful with them too, because they will be on my case about Mm. this new person in my life. And, you know, Mm -hmm. but I think, Mm -hmm. I mean, it has to be longer for me. Honestly, it has to be longer. Yes. So once again, uh, the woman, uh, Rachel Sussman, the, um, the expert the relationship expert and therapist, she said, um, you know, uh, that the millennials uh, love to introduce their parents to their significant other, but be warned because the parents have strong opinions. Right. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. in the beginning, the parent's opinion may sway that relationship. That's right. Negatively Mm. or positively, Mm. they may actually Mm. be self-sabotaging their own relationship Mm. by introducing their um, parents to their boo way too soon. Yeah. Um, Mm. yeah. I mean, especially when you got a mama's boy. Yeah, oh, You got a mama's boy. boy. Yeah, Bumpy gave a big thumbs up. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) You know, when you got a mama's boy and... Yeah. Yeah. Oh, right. yeah. Oh, so that, that mama really, boy. you know, yeah, I mean, yeah I've heard know, horror stories. Seriously, I've oh, heard horror real. stories about it's that. Real. That yeah. is, yeah, that over a year. Yeah, you shouldn't be thinking about it for. Right, yes, right, absolutely. Right, right. A- abs- absolutely. I mean, because, you know, that's I, interesting. I, yeah. I was with a, a man for five years, and uh-huh. I met him. I, first, I met the mother first. Um, because uh-huh. I worked with the mother, and then he became uh-huh. interested, right? Which okay. is fine. But didn't know that their relationship was a very mama-boy kind of situation. Oh, boy. 
right? Uh, so, I mean, wow. so she influenced our relationship a lot, yeah. you wow. know? Yeah. And yeah. he was stuck between choosing right. between pleasing my mo his mother mm -hmm. and pleasing me, right. right? And as a woman, in most cases, I couldn't say, I'd, let's not genderize it. In most cases, you yes. want your partner to be on your side, yes. right? And right. Uh, but when you having a in a relationship where he or she's heavily well, let's say in my case I'm a woman and I'm heterosexual, in in this case he weighs heavily on her influence, and even right. if he didn't want it, right. she's still gonna give it, right. and he feels like he got to do it. He's anyway, got to comply, right? Yeah, right. Wow. Um, wow. And so I. I mean, five years is a long time. But there's, a lot, there's a lot of story to that for another time. Yes. Um, but it, it 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 did affect our relationship sure. negatively. Sure. You know. Absolutely. And okay. and 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 it sometimes I'm gonna I'm gonna extend this because it's based on experience and I can speak on it now because it's my experience. Um, it came to a point where I, the because she knew the influence of him, uh, she had on him. She would say mm -hmm. things to me in a disrespected way, and it would be just that. So he wouldn't address it. He yep. wouldn't say anything. He wouldn't. He wouldn't back out. you up. Right. It was basically oh, wow. even if it was it was a place of you know that was not called for. Call it out. Yeah. Right. He didn't. Yep. And you know wow. when we we're in bed, he was getting no nookie that night. Okay, yes. you get no right. ass. Okay. Okay. So, and now, did you tell him that? No. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. No That's ass. Okay. Yes. Uh, no. I don't have to tell you. You understood what happened. You know, you knew but, what went wrong right there. But maybe he didn't. Maybe he needed to talk it over. Well, if he didn't get at the first time, mm -hmm. and then get at Second time, when well, yes. he's a tough person who don't understand this is it. No, 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 but right. I explained. No, 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 I explained so, so then that again, I was upset. So that was me being upset about him not being Right, not so, so, so once again, it reveals something deeper about the relationship right. than just that. That was right. that was the onion that was being peeled back because there was, if you had told him this, and he, he should have known this. You should see my face. No, uh -huh. I see your face. Uh -huh. No, I'm with you. He should have known that along. He should have known that. So then him not acknowledging Probably. that, that's a problem. Well, he sh maybe he didn't. Maybe, maybe the situation. He was a mama's boy. That was the right, problem. That was the problem. Right, like right. you said he, in the I, beginning. I'm exactly. saying maybe he didn't right. see because he was more. Right. Because he's a mama's boy. He, that was going to kill it out the gate. I, I mean, listen, when yeah. he, he was an attractive man. So he could get one dime a dozen, right. but I am a unique being. Absolutely. So, no, so, no, no so, question. But I'm just saying. I mean, uh, you, but but that shouldn't matter. But I understand right. where it would. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. So, so look, we winding down. We about to jump into another whole other hot topic, which oh, is Lord. awesome. Mama's boys. Um, That's yeah. a good topic. You know. Yeah. Ma yeah. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, <laughs> Mama's boys. Yeah. I don't know what if we do? want to go there. Yeah. <laughs> we can't generalize. We can't you generalize. Know, the or whole daddy's population. girl. Let's, uh, or daddy's girl, because that yeah. play a role too. You know. Well, that plays absolutely. A role too. That's, no, no question. That's no, no question. Yo, so listen, you've been listening to Talk It Over, the only dating relationship podcast that begins in bed. I want to thank our listeners. Definitely feel free to chime in. Give us your feedback and your input. And stay safe. Where do they go? Where do they go? Where do they go? Big O, why yeah. you ask me that? Anna Banana ain't here to tell y'all. Where do they go, um, Big O? Talk, talk it over. Got show. Talk it over. On Instagram or Facebook. 
There you go. See, Let there you go. Know. Repeat Look. that again. What is it? Talkitover.show. Boom. Right. That's on Instagram or Facebook. Comment. Let us know what you want to hear. Yes. Because we definitely want to keep these topics rolling and keep your interest. Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. Listen. I really enjoy being here. Today. Oh, thank you, Charmaine. Really appreciate you. Big O, feel better. Um, and as always. I'm going to sip on this tequila. I meant this uh, ginger. <laughs> <laughs> yes, son. <laughs> look. Uh, look, stay safe out there in this in this new uh, wave of Corona. Love each other, and may all your ups and downs be in bed. Slow motion for me, it's your man Ki from Bed Stuy. Gia, you've been listening to Can We Talk It Over, the only dating relationship podcast that begins in bed. We hope you got what you needed. Make sure you subscribe. Holla at you next week.